Welcome to the Listener Don't Podcast, a podcast featuring raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversations between two midlife girlfriends sharing their life experiences. Listener don't. Either way, we'll be fine. So last night, you're up until 1.30 watching Love is Blind. Tell me more. All right. How do I set this up with you, other than the fact that I stay up until 1.30 watching Love is Blind? The first time I saw the first episode of the first season, I was horrified at how much I felt secondhand embarrassment for these group of grown-ass people going into a place where they are um, meeting other individuals of the opposite sex. It's assumed heterosexuality mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Um, and having dates with them for several, sure. I, maybe I mean several, maybe it's just a week, possibly two, two weeks. Sure. Um, and if those dates go well, or if they meet someone that they quote match with who they can't see, know very little about as far as their physical sort of attraction goes, but more so the emotional, mental, whatever the hell else you can figure out by not seeing someone, they either get engaged. Do you know the premise of this show? No, I saw oh, the, this I great. saw <laughs> a little trailer of it and I'm just like, no, I can't. I can't do okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I understand why, because I thought the same thing. And here I am season four, knee deep, one thirty, <laughs> half sleep. So they meet these people They're you know, from all over, they go into this place, they're in these pods, they talk to someone or several people that have several dates, you know, essentially, they start to form connections with people mm-hmm. really quickly. Again, this is maybe one to two weeks in these pods. Maybe, sure, maybe two weeks, like, honestly, it might just be seven to 10 days. If things go well, they, you know, fall in love, really love like that. They mm-hmm. want to say episode one of season one, someone muttered the words, I love you. And I wanted to like, pull my eyeballs out. Like I was like, this can't be fucking real. <laughs> like unbelievable, unbelievable. Sure. But yeah, they're exchanging. I love yous and then engaged. Like they're someone behind sure. the screen is asking someone else to marry them. And again, I'm like, my insides are falling out. Like I can't like stand how embarrassed I am. So someone says yes. And the first time that they meet each other is once mm-hmm. they agree to get engaged, you know, behind yeah. these closed doors. So maybe it's the second episode, right? Because uh-huh. we only have so many weeks. Second episode, they meet the person. You see them for the first time. The person that, you know, you touch this voice to. Sure. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it's, it's really uncomfortable. And you can tell why. This last season, this last few episodes, there was some absolute moments of discomfort with this. And one couple in particular who, oh God, there's so much here. There's so much here. (laughs) The things that really have got, I mean, honestly, there's so much. The things that have really blown my mind, like in summary, and I won't go into detail because maybe you want to watch it. I do think you should. But what I've enjoyed paying attention to this time that I, maybe this is a side of my own maturity, witnessing how people will, they will see what they want to see, even when what they see and the truth is right in front of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like one in one of the instances, it was very clear that the gentleman made a choice between two women, yep. um, let one woman down the next day, asked the other one that he was in love with because he's in love with two women at the same time to marry sure. her yeah. you know the what woman he asked to marry him says yes they meet and it was like that you could tell how absolutely disappointed she was in what she says to him. oh my god <laughs> walks up to him you know uh he tries to kiss her she's like mm, nope not right now give him a hug <laughs> now granted you've already said i love you to this man <laughs> and you said you're going to marry him. but i don't want to touch you, know? you. 
but I don't want to touch you. And then after that, after they meet each other, they go back, you know, to their separate pods until like mm -hmm. they all go to Mexico. Right. So the couples that couple, oh, God. like they take them on their honeymoon in Mexico. So now you're alone with the person you've only known for a week that you're now engaged to <laughs> and uh -huh. staying in a room with in Mexico. So they're on this honeymoon thing and then they meet the other couples. Right. Sure. So women are with the women. The men are with the men type of deal. Just saying this out loud. There's a lot of issues with this you know, show now in the world. Of <laughs> there's a lot of fucking issues with this show. <laughs> a lot of fucking issues with this show. And I was even thinking, like, how interesting would it be if there was like a queer version of Love is Blind? Like, I would sign up for that shit. That would be that would be great. I want to see that. Nonetheless, here we are. Go to Mexico. And then the shit starts to unfold. So the one couple that I was just telling you about who the girl was just literally like, Ugh, no, not into it. You can tell she's not into it to the point where like he wants to touch her and she like goes <laughs> like she screeches. She oh screeches. <laughs> you know, he has a conversation with her like, you know you are really affectionate with me in the pods, like in your words. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and mm -hmm. he's like, and now not so much, like what's changed. And it's yeah. like, motherfucker, you know, what's changed. She saw your short ass that was like, Oh hell no, I'm not into <laughs> this at all. Cause he is a little guy. You know what I mean? He is a little guy and she's a 25 year old. You can tell like her, like, um, currency is her looks and you know, her sure. age and all this. In fact, she used it as currency when negotiating with this man in the pods about why he should be with her and not the other woman who quote, seems closer to his age, but I mean, like the mm -hmm. things that are so oh wow, isn't it amazing as to how oh. it's still manipulation and you're not even yes. seeing somebody? Yes. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of things that she said, and this is the pick on this young woman because I've certainly said them, done them, or you know, have felt them in some way, shape, or form. But as he's going through the motions of trying to figure out what he who he wants to propose to, you know, in mm -hmm. short order, one of the things she says to him is, What is it that you like about her that you don't like about me? Like, what is it? Tell me about what makes her so special so special. She's a little older than me, and I can see why maybe you think that's attractive because you two are, you know, closer in age. You know, she uses fancy words words like you do this other woman was like a biochemist or some <laughs> bullshit and the guy is like a corporate lawyer or something uh, sure effect and she's a 25 year old quote business owner god knows what that means only fans no shade just you know don't know she's like well i you know i don't know what that means she's just fancier words than me and maybe that's what's that's what it is and the way that this man like you could tell his thinking pattern he you get the way that he was really thinking and rationalizing what she said as valid um but also not thinking about the questions that she's asking him and if i were him i would be thinking why are you so concerned about this other woman instead of like not you're talking to me about who you are because why are you going to switch your ways once I tell you what it is that I'm attracted to in this other woman like there was just so many things that I thought of as far as like my own history with men it sounds um, very what insecure in that other woman very, yeah yeah very and just to see it play out and then also see this motherfucker choose this 25 year old who I believe he chose because he also is insecure because mm -hmm. God forbid he is with the woman who, in my opinion, was much better suited for him at that time, but come to find out wasn't, but there's a whole twist to that because girl, <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> I won't even go into the details, there's a whole twist to it, but I'm thinking he's much more suited to the woman who he has intellectual, you know, 
chemistry with, he apparently disagrees, goes for the 25 year old. She sees him and she's like squealing, you know, every time doesn't (laughs) Mm -hmm. want to touch him, doesn't want to kiss him. Like we just need to take things slow. I'm like, but you're wearing his ring, Mm -hmm. um, sleeping like on literal opposite sides of the bed. Every time he touches her, she squeals. The fact that he went for it told me that I think that there, oh, wait, back up. There's still one more piece of this. The 25-year-old woman was also um, a very forgetful broad. You know, he had a Mm. birthday. Uh, She forgot about it. Whereas the other Mm. woman, she made cupcakes, like had them brought into his room when Mm. they met in the pod. Like, you know, thoughtful shit, but he still wouldn't go for this hoe. And I'm thinking it's probably because she made herself too available. And I'm on the side of TikTok right now, the real fucked up side of TikTok, where women are talking a lot about like, fuck these men. I don't need these men. You know what? We need their money though. I'm gonna get this money. I need a provider. <laughs> and I'm like fascinated. Not because I think this way, but I'm like, what brings us to this point? Uh-huh. But I'm just, I'm really becoming like more aware of like the culture and the norms mm-hmm. of how men and women do relationships and the expectation as a result of it. And just observing it has been wild because it's he's thinking it too like i need yep. I, I think at least he's thinking mm-hmm. it is much more difficult for me to quote, quote trap this 25 year old and but maybe i can trap her and mold her and get her to think and feel and be the woman that i want her to be and plus she's mm-hmm. younger she's more vibrant there's more you know mm-hmm. life blah, 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 blah. whereas mm-hmm. this other woman who's secure who is being very direct about how she feels about me and what it yep. is that she wants and i am attracted to and probably the better choice however this chase that I'm experiencing on this other okay. end, like this is it. Like it was just why it's wild to see it from that lens, like the psychology of this show. That's why I recommend it to you. Got it. And it's also interesting that it's not only the chase for this guy, it also seems, I mean, guys always go for the young chicks. This is why yeah. women in their 50s and 60s that are now finding themselves divorced, yeah. how many women that are in their 50s and 60s do you see trolling around with some 25-year-old dude? You fucking don't. <laughs> but how many 50 or 60-year-old men yeah. do you see trolling around with some 25-year-old chick that could be their daughter? Yeah. Because they can't. And also because these 25 year old chicks, like they're like, I need to be and want to be taken care of. And there Mm -hmm. used to be a part of me that found that really disgusting, like, oh, bitch, grow up, independent, blah, 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 feminism. And I'm still on that side of the fence. However, I am also coming to understand this way of thinking. Now, don't shoot me for saying this. Go. I need to hear this. Go with us. I'm starting. I am really starting to understand the side of thinking because when you take into consideration the things that women have to do or are able to do in order to see even an ounce of the equality that we so rightfully deserve doing the exact same job better at most times, sometimes we'll say sometimes uh, than their male counterparts. There's a little bit of fuck that I'm get taking mine and yours, I think mm. in this sentiment, which is attractive to me because it's just a little bit punk rock, but it's also sure. like attracted to me. And I know it's not the right way to think. I want there, I need equity. I would like there to be equity. And equity means having the choice, right? Not, not that women should work and get this and do that. Like, I mean, women, like anyone should have the choice to do what the fuck they want to do. So if it's the 25 year old that's loving up on some old man, 60 year old balls, fine. That's I fine. mean, whatevs. He want let him do what he will. He yeah. wants his balls rub and she wants to rub him. Go for it, girl. Get your money. Exactly. I mean, get your money. It's exactly. an exchange. <laughs> it is an exchange. I get it. It's, I totally you know, get it. I'm not mad, Jill. I'm not mad. I used to be real pissed off and think that, you know, we needed to have these women or, you know, share with these 
you can do better. I'm like, no, maybe better is that. Maybe that's better. Maybe. I think every, every, everybody gets to define their better. Exactly. So yeah. I'm not mad at her. You know, no. I'm not no. mad at her. And I'm also curious, you know, my yeah. little OnlyFans out here. Maybe somebody <laughs> 70 might think I'm still a, a pretty young thing and I can shake my titties on, you know, some camera for them to see. <laughs> There, there is opportunity wherever you look. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been in my head. And I'm not a gold digger, as you know. I am not. No. But there's something like, I don't know. I don't have any judgment, maybe. as yeah. Even though I sounded very judgmental of this young woman. <laughs> no, um, it was just an expression of your encounter of what you witnessed on this show mm-hmm. i wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was judgment or shade it was just simply stating in your fantastic way of characterizing what you saw and which is i love how you co-sign me fantastic. like no matter what you will validate me no matter what the fuck i do uh, that's your yes you're i would a real one you're a real one <laughs> you didn't do that absolutely i can justify anything thank you girl thank i will you. always co-sign for you you will thank you <laughs> ride or die <laughs> Well, this is. What are you watching? Oh Jesus! What ain't I? What what ain't I? What aren't I watching? <laughs> I feel like I have watched everything that I'm now going back. Like I just Ooh. finished watching Shit's Creek for the seventh time through. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So good. Let's see here. I just got to watching The Diplomat. Never with heard Carrie of Russell. It. Carrie Russell. Okay. Uh, that was pretty good. It kept me thinking. I liked that mm-hmm. because I'm also, mm-hmm. you don't like Ted Lasso, but I like Ted Lasso. I've been watching that. I've been watching Succession. So those force oh. me to watch one show at a time because they only release one show at a time each week. Got it. Which Got is probably it. a good thing. <laughs> no binging. Yeah. Got it. No binging. Okay. Yeah. That's really, that's been what I've been in the midst of lately. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's really interesting to me to listen to, I don't know, you find it, it's kind of like music. When you talk to someone about what it is that they're watching, you mm-hmm. get like a little window into, well, I think I do get a little window into who, a little bit more about who they are, especially in work environments when people sure. tend to be like their work selves. But then you start to hear like, oh, you know, I was watching, fuck, I don't know some gearhead you know channel you know sure. someone sure her cost and you're like oh got it got it got it it mm-hmm. helps you put a little you know some character to that person yeah my yeah. character basically says i'm just a slut and i'll watch anything <laughs> i will go through the depths of all channels to find yeah. something to binge so it does it almost doesn't matter what it is no, I go for it. I think my shows definitely speak to my addictive personality where I am 100% just trying to escape whatever discomfort that I'm yeah. currently in. So let's watch yes. the most mindless, dumbest bullshit that I mm. possibly can. Yeah, it's called The Good Witch. You can find What's it on that? Hulu. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. It's from the Hallmark Channel. It is oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. But I've seen them all. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> That one, that's what a a while ago. I used to have a running list on my phone of all of the shows that I had seen on Netflix, Mm. Hulu, Apple. Like I went through and made my list and I'm like, this pandemic. pandemic. Oh my God. This isn't, this is nothing to brag about. Delete. No, I won't be kept there. (laughs) Oh no. Oh man. No. 
Was it the pandemic that you started the list too? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. You know what's really, and it's interesting because you, you had said it about your, like, your addictive personality. Mm-hmm. In my coaching session last night, he had told me something that I found to be extremely fascinating to the point where I haven't been able to like address it yet, but I wrote it down <laughs> because it was so good. Yeah. And he's like, what kept you safe as a child is keeping you sick as an adult. Yuck. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So television was a comfort as a child. I don't feel like it's keeping me sick as an adult, but I definitely have a problem. How did you define sick? That's just it. (laughs) (laughs) This is why this is why it's it's written down as something to Mm. consider and to think Mm. about. But we're not going to dig into that just yet. We're probably just going to watch some television and avoid. (laughs) Tonight, yeah. Oh, that is gross. God, if I were to apply that to, wow, what kept you safe as a child is keeping you sick as an adult. I mean, I wish you would have started the podcast with that question. (laughs) I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to go heavy today. I was feeling light. Yikes. Well. (laughs) <laughs> but i feel like there's there's something juicy coming on yeah oh wow yeah i need to sit on that one too i don't i my brain's not allowing me to like process like, that one do this you don't want to do this right now no i can feel it like all of a sudden there were like words that were flying out of my head you know like daddy yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was a big one that was coming up i'm like nope 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 down 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 <laughs> Down. Repress, <laughs> repress, repress, repress. Yeah, we'll leave that. We'll leave that for another, another show. So, what else uh, are you watching? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, my shows are shitty. They're all trash. Um, and my coworkers know it. And I usually, it's kind of a running joke. My direct reports at the end, they make note that at the end of meetings, in order to break up. The um, I don't know what feels like the like the character. I want to use that word, but that's not. But like to break up the the script, you know, of like, sure. uh, a status meeting, for example. At the end of it, if there's like three to five minutes, you know, before that I ended a call, we're done, and mm-hmm. there's, no one else has anything to say. I will always ask, um, what's everyone watching? Oh, yeah. and there's always a silence, <laughs> and I'll always recommend the Kardashians, and mm-hmm. everyone is so disappointed. That that exact side that you did. That God. Exactly. I can't yeah. even. Yeah. Here's why. One, I do. It's sick. It's disgusting. And I love it. I love it. I don't even think they're bad people. I think what they're doing is capitalizing on capitalism. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of brilliant to watch. Like Chris Jenner is a fucking boss. The way that she pipped them kids out. I was gonna say to a boss or pimp. They are. <laughs> both right a boss is a pimp or a pimp is a boss yeah this is true the way that she went about handling this business and becoming built like making her and them kids billionaires is kind of like you know what she was a man i don't know if people will be talking shit that they do about her as they do talk about to her in fact it wouldn't be fucking national news it would just be another man manning out you know but because it's her Beyond that, though, it's always fun to suggest it because I think what it does is it gives people a glimpse into the absolute insanity of who I am. I was going to say, speaking of character, I don't think they expected I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Ask me anything about any season of the Kardashians and I could probably tell you. <laughs> <sighs> 
So yeah, I always recommend yeah, it. Okay. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So I'm very much looking forward to the next season. I'm very okay. much looking forward to like clowning on Chloe and Tristan for fucking again doing whatever the fuck he's gonna do i'm very well, she's much gonna be pregnant to again disgusted you know it you know it you know it yeah. i can't like i just it makes me angry but i love like that i get so wrapped up in it i'm very much looking forward to being disgusted by travis and courtney you know because i do like me some travis oh hell no i can't i used to i used to but like it's the like baby oh my baby the baby oh baby oh boo boo a baby it's a baby oh baby i love you baby you're jealous so what i'm hearing is jealousy in your voice you do think that's true it's not you don't want some skinny white do all tatted up saying hey baby yeah I you mean, do you totally do yeah. <laughs> totally your type the only thing he's missing is his bow tie yeah. and his pocket yeah. protector I'm that's not it mad. i'm not mad you know it's pinky season joe <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I'm you just mad. say it's pink d season yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to yeah. make sure that that was captured because it, it might yep. have gotten lost in the overtalk. Oh, it's that time of year. Oh, spectacular. You are. You know, I struggled a lot <laughs> with buying my good American jeans because they're Khloe Kardashian brand. They own everything, you know? So just give them your money and go to bed. <laughs> At least of, I got them. At least I got them for a discount. The jeans were great jeans. I mean, they are good know. jeans. They also, she does have somebody else that owns it with her, and she does give back to some charity. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Get that they are problematic. I get it. Um, and I'm a problem as well for supporting. <laughs> so am I. We're all problematic. <laughs> we are all problematic. the The difference is that we don't have Chris, you know, pulling our puppet strings. I wish I did. I need a Chris Jenner. That's really what I need. You is that say like, oh my God, I wish I had a, no, I need a Chris Jenner. I need someone to fucking direct my, my whole life. Yeah. Mm. I need a Chris Jenner. I'm going to change my dating profile to that. Yeah. All right. All right. I have no idea what we just talked about. That's okay. We it was just, we nonsense. <laughs> Again, part of how we discuss things. It, we just, it's nonsense. It's absolutely fucking nonsense. All right. Um, yeah. The only thing that we're really missing is the cigarette at this point. Basically, because it feels like <laughs> feels like sex <laughs> to me. I was more so referring to our deck no, talks no, where we next were smoking on was the it, deck and having good for these you? conversations. <laughs> it wasn't good for you, Chip. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I'm not for me. saying that. I'm just <laughs> saying, the case. It's good saying for me. that I had a little bit of a... Person. <laughs> I'm so selfish. It's right. right? <laughs> it's all about me. I got mine. Did you get yeah. yours? <laughs> no, I didn't. So, sorry. 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 <laughs> but here you go. I'll co-sign that you got yours, and that's how this yeah. friendship works. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Oh, I'm gonna add that to the list of dark things and think through this weekend. <laughs> it's yeah. Could be a hazy weekend. Yeah, sad. Oh, well, all right. Well, I'll let you to your shows. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna work out because you've inspired me. Um, even though I am incredibly sore, I went four days in a row this week. Yeah. Um, loving the new routine. Good. Um, 
which is basically just go in and do one thing that you love and go out, leave. I like it. That's it. That's easy I'm enough. Finding, yeah, just joy, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's back squats today, it's back squats. If it's front squats, it's front squats. If you're feeling like snatching, get after it. Um, <laughs> yep. I know. We do it every time. <laughs> you want to jerk it? Do it. <laughs> Oh, and we we reverted to the twelve-year-old yeah portion of the conversation. Sorry, I can't help it. It might be best if we said goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. I'm gonna go jerk. (laughs) Sweet. Thanks, boo. Thanks, friend, for tuning in to this episode of the Listener Don't Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, and if so, please write us review and share us with your friends. This episode is sponsored by Jill Daler Coaching, here to guide you to discover and recover your authentic self. If you're ready to create and live a fuck yeah life, I'm here for it. Let's connect at jilldaler.com.